stuff. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. If I were to talk about dog sex, this would be the episode. That's all I gotta say. I'm just gonna get oh. right into it. No. Just gonna get right into it, dude. We're not getting into it. I'm just gonna. We're not. We're just gonna no. quit. Yeah, I, I want to do something else. Something oh, what do you want to do? We're gonna do top five water flavors. What? <laughs> that really threw me off. <laughs> um, Aquafina. Ew. Acadia. Uh. Crystal Geyser. Poland Spring. Dasani. That's five. Yeah, it is. That was the quickest episode ever. Yeah. Enjoy, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. Take it easy. Mental health is important. Yeah. (laughs) Drink plenty of water. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, before we start getting into this episode, I'm just going to tell you what it's about. (laughs) Get out of here. Dude, we're doing Enema of the State, bitches. Yeah. Enema of the State. Fucking one of, if not the best albums ever in the goddamn world of pop punk history. Fuck. I'm so excited. This is my baby. This and Gave Toy Pads are like my babies. Gave Blink their sound. This oh is where God. Blink. This is Blink's Dookie. Hundred percent Blink. This Dookie. is what took over the world. Yes. This took In over 1999, the world. Nineteen ninety nine. This was my like. God. This, this changed was everywhere. This it changed did. This game, changed everything. Dude. This it changed did. the game. But but let's let's relax for a second because Stevie's on some energy right now. Oh and shit. Batch is, Batch is gonna get on on this level. I can tell. He's touching his mustache. Okay. Before we start, what's going on, baby? What's up, Not much. Nothing. How's How it going? You? It's going. Good. How baby. are you? Wow, we're answering fast. Yeah, it's officially flannel season. Oh my gosh! You can see. Oh, you I got a flannel on? Hell yeah! Damn, this kid looks so sexy. Honestly, wow, he's wiggling. God, dude, you look yeah. good, man. Flannel's a good yeah. look for you in that beard. It's officially beard growing season too. Yeah, it is. Hell yeah. It this definitely shit is, is. Shit's gonna be nice. Happy fall, y'all. Happy fall. Whoa, happy fall, <laughs> y'all. I like to it's do a, like the Warriors lady. Happy fall, y'all. It's officially proper dose season as well. That's right, baby. Also we have, seeing no pressure. Oh soon. man, seeing no We're pressure seeing, soon. Yeah, our friend next week. We get to see our friend Parker Cannon. When this drops, we will be at no pressure. Yep. Hanging out with our friend Parker Cannon. We're gonna touch tips. I hope. Lick lips. That would be sick. I'd lick his lips. You'd lick his lips. I'd lick everything. Whoa. So let me know. He's what never you, coming What are you down this. for? What are you down for? Anyways, um, how you been, dude? What's been, uh, uh, what's the weekend? Excuse you. <laughs> Excuse you? <laughs> Nasty little whore. Also, hang on. Hang on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, shit. Oh, what shit. What are you doing? Wait a minute. Almost what? exactly one month from now, we'll be in motherfucking Disney World. Bitch. <laughs> he said bitch. Bro, what? Dude, I'm so stoked. Like I I'm know. so stoked. I'm so stoked, dude. I gotta also, book I gotta book my um my rental car. We're gonna rent a car. Oh shit, yeah. We're gonna rent a car, bro. I rented a car. You rented a car? Did I you get did. a minivan? Uh no. I don't know what we got. I don't know yet. A Prius. Fuck, I hope not. Dude. Damn. Dude. What'd you do uh today? Saturday. You're recording uh, what did I do? What did I do? I went to Best Buy. Unbelievable. Yeah. Priced out some uh, desktops. Nice. Yeah. Of course, I'm bougie, so I have to have a Mac. And looks like that's not going to happen for a little while. What? Yeah. They're How much going for? 1500 that's not, that's, not, that's not terrible. 
No, it's not. It's not. It's really not. But that's, I got stuff I'm trying to save for. So, yeah. mm, but soon I will get one. And then yes. when we get a house and we have like the, that what I like to call, I like to call it, I already got a name for it. We're not in the studio. We're in the lab. Ooh, the lab. Yeah, that's what I like we call it. it. The laboratory. I like it. Like so Dexter. Me, yeah. So when I when we buy a house, Steve and me will be together in person every Forever. time. Sex. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, and then we can do some fucking I wanna do some videos, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some things official will be, videos. Yeah, things will get a little bit crazier when uh when we get the old household, the homestead going. Yeah. Um also my nephew started walking today. Holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah, crazy. Got the video from my brother. Hey. <clears throat> yeah, the little guy started boogieing around, so I'm gonna have to <laughs> go get gonna have to go get skates soon. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Now is oh, he yeah. walking on his own or is he like yeah, is he doing like no. the three foot I'm coming to you or is he completely running around the house? No, no, no. He's just a few steps and then he kind of falls over. But that's he's uh he is boogieing, so he's almost a year, right? Yeah, he's like 10 months. Because I remember we were like, yeah, we were probably like two months into the podcast, right? Be a year in December. Yeah. Um, we'll be a year old uh, in a couple of weeks, actually. Yeah, very soon. Yeah. No, uh, October 18th was our first episode. Crazy to think, dude. Almost I one know. year. I know. It's fucking wild, man. Ugh. Um. But yeah, that was, uh, and then I went food shopping, did that, and uh, just hung out, played Assassin's Creed, and that was a bit, that was about it, man. That was about it. About yeah. Hope everyone uh-huh. enjoyed uh, our episode with Tim. Tim, oh, did you uh, like the little Monty Python thing I put in there? Yeah, that was that was hysterical. Then when we went pee, I love how you put the <laughs> uh, the Bruins intermission thing. Yeah, did you know that was that? Is that no, that's did? the Monty Python intermission. Oh, because the Bruins use that too. Do they? Sometimes. Yeah, I've heard wow. them use that. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. So, um, yeah, how was your day? What'd you do? Dude, my day was fantastic. Today I woke up. So I told you how like my back was like all fucked up. Yeah, did you masturbate? <sighs> dude. I got yeah, it everywhere. Dude. Everywhere I did no on melon. Wednesday, no, I think. No, no honeydew melon today. No honeydew melon. No, no, no tip today. You don't get any advice. Next week I'll have some more. Yeah, I got some fun facts today, but I don't have any uh, jerk and dirkin tips. Yeah, we got some fun facts about Blink One Eighty Four. Well, fucking four, dude. Um, what I do? So I woke up. Uh, my back was feeling like seventy percent better. I hit the gym. Started How do you know it was seventy and not like sixty-three and a half? How Put a thermometer up my asshole. What? Then it comes out with the percentage sign. Oh my fucking god! Yeah. That's incredible. I it need might that. be. It might be just how much temperature, you know, is up there. Yeah. How big is the thermometer? This guy is it big? Because it's no, not it's big, as big, big as my dick. It's pretty big. So, like three oh. inches, I think. Whoa! You got a whole three inches, buddy. Yeah. Don't get jealous now. I count the ball oh, sack too. Dude. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. Funny. You have right. to. You have to. Because I'm like inch and a half, inch and seven eighths, maybe. It's not bad. You gotta be no. happy. You'll live longer if you have a smaller penis. 
That's what they say. So yeah. I'm basically gonna live forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> um, what else? What else did I do today? Um, <laughs> what did I do? Oh, I went mini golfing with uh, me madre, uh, me girlfriend's madre, and me girlfriend. And uh, Who are I, they? Won. I won. What? I won. <laughs> I won. Oh, we have a special guest. No, 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 no. She's there's no one here. There's no oh. one here. I won. Excuse, uh, excuse the random voices that you hear. Yeah, that's um, no one. Um. Anyways, so I did that and uh, yet doing schoolwork and shit. Um. But yeah, dude, really, really excited for this fucking episode. Yeah, man. So, um. Yeah. Me too. Um. <laughs> Excuse oh, you. Dear. That was so Fuck. rude. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. I don't know. Yeah, hockey's coming back. That's going to be yes, fun. It is. Yeah. Yes, it fucking is. It's exciting. Can't wait. The Bruins play on my birthday at home. Really? Yeah, you going? The Penguins. Are we going? I don't know. I haven't, uh, I haven't really looked at the tickets. Cause... I just bought tickets. Did I tell oh, you that? You? Yeah. No, you didn't. Okay, so. Fun story, not really. Yeah, I bought tickets. Cool. <laughs> I bought tickets for Alyssa's birthday. Um, yeah, that was her present. Plus, I bought tickets. Tickets? No, you don't buy tickets to hotels. I got. Uh, I bought us a hotel for the night because it's a Saturday game, January twenty second, mm-hmm. and nice. um, we got the new Marriott that's above the bridge in the garden. That's cool. So I paid for like the extra view and stuff like that, and um, it's a three o'clock game, so we'll get out at like six six thirty. Go get some pizza, walk around on a Saturday night, enjoy the city instead of getting in That's traffic. Dope. So, yeah, man. That's dope. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. It'll be fucking dope. Yo, you see the shirt I'm wearing? I Hold on. couldn't really. Oh, you can't even read it. It's backwards, no. right? It yeah. says, don't face your demons alone and all suicide. That's awesome. And then this is the um, American flag, but it's this shirt is for, um, it's for veterans who... Um, have killed themselves and committed suicide. That's awesome. Um, so I, I found it. I came up on my feed on Instagram, and usually I don't like click the fucking yeah. things that try to make you sell or buy. Sorry, but I saw this and I looked at the reviews, and everyone was like, "Good quality, sent on time, really good." Bunch of their proceeds. I think most of their proceeds, if not a hundred, go to um, you know fallen soldiers and mental health and uh, suicide awareness. So. I just fucking That's got awesome. this shit, and it's awesome, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Um, Fuck I also have race. a pretty pretty fun fact. What's that? Before we get into this. So, did you know the average person walks by almost 16 murderers in their lifetime? Holy fuck. That's, that's, that's true study, man. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. That's pretty insane, right? Yeah, so like at at the Green Day concert, we could have walked by like <laughs> a fucking murderer. Yeah. Well, like you could be a murderer, and I don't even know it. Yeah, no, I could be, dude. You just walk by me a bunch of times; it'll be way still one person. Yeah, but oh, no, it's pretty another crazy. thing I did. Oh, let me weekend. take a touch here. I went and saw the Many Saints of Newark. What's that? The Sopranos movie. Oh, fuck. I said the same thing to you on the phone. Yeah, bitch. How was it? <laughs> uh, it was pretty good. It was good, not Ooh, great. That's not convincing, dude. It was good. It just wasn't uh, what I expected from it, but it was good. What's the matter? 
nothing I can't tell you without spoiling it. So, uh, okay, mm. so just say spoiler alert, and then you can talk about it. Well, you can edit it out if you're not going to see it. I didn't want to. Oh, I'm probably going to see it. Yeah, so I'm not going to say anything then. No, but if you say spoiler alert, I won't know. What do you mean? If you say spoiler alert, then tell me. I'm not going to know because you said spoiler alert, so I'm, you're telling me. Right? I No, because I'm still telling you. I thought if you said spoiler alert, that didn't matter. Well, it, well, you can only really do that if you're reading. So, like, if I was texting you and then I said spoiler alert, you could, like, stop reading and delete the text message. Well, like, if you're reading on the internet about it and you don't want to see anything, they normally say, like, spoiler alert. This is No, like, happens. just tell me and then say spoiler alert, and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I don't want to hear it. I can't. Oh. So, okay. Like, it kind of made it seem like it was only about, like, Tony Soprano. But it's Should not. you say? But do you need to say spoiler alert first? I'll say it when I say, I'll tell you when I'm about to say it. When I'm about to, when I get there, I'll say it. All right. So it's about his uncle, um, his uncle Dicky. Um. And so, have you seen The Sopranos? Yes. Okay. Um, it's kind of like how that whole family like started, basically. Like, you know how, like, they call in the mafia their families and stuff? Yeah. So it was kind of like how that whole thing started with, like, Tony Soprano's dad um, and then Dickie, Dickie um, Christopher's dad. You know Christopher. Mm-hmm. So they started, like, that's that family. Uh, and Uncle June. The, you remember the old guy with the glasses there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in it and, like, all of them were in it, but... Like Polly Walnuts, uh, Silvio's in it. It's it was really good, but um, so it's just like how that whole thing started. I thought it was gonna be like go right up to like when Tony Soprano became like Tony Soprano. Oh, okay. yeah, that's what I thought. But it it wasn't. It was mostly just about his uncle Dicky. Oh, okay. and like what he was doing and all like the. It, it was just weird. Like it was just like one little story it wasn't like a bunch of like bunch of stuff it was just one like i know this sounds like super vague and like weird but it was just like one moment in time it wasn't like you know this happened and then that it wasn't like it wasn't like a documentary on tony soprano's life like i thought it was gonna be okay okay but it was cool all right well that's good i'm glad you enjoyed it yeah you didn't spoil it for me so that's good Joey Diaz is in it. Oh, that's a spoiler, dude. No, it's not. <laughs> Uncle Joey's in it. Uncle fucking Joey. Yeah. You fucking <laughs> cocksucker. Let me tell you something, Joe Rogan. Yo, Joe Rogan. You fucking cocksucker. Mom I, Segura. Fucking, I fucking hate her fucking pubes, huh? <laughs> so I fought it on the bus. <laughs> I fought it on the bus. They said, oh my God, he's changing flavors. <laughs> he's like a bubblegum rap. Holy shit. That guy's fucking hilarious. I love Joey Diaz. He's the best. I love Joe Rogan, too. He's awesome. I feel like I would be like Sean O'Malley if I ever met Joe Rogan. I would be like, I love you, Joe Rogan. Yeah, right? Just like a little kid, kind (laughs) of. I love you, Joe Rogan. I love you, Joe Rogan. All right, dude, are you ready? 
I am. All right, before, super we, ready. before we get into this, I'm going to send us off like this. One more fun fact. Yeah, let's go. Here's a fun fact. There's more to it than you think, okay? And like, this is what I told all the girls. A guy's penis size is double the length you actually see, okay? The rest is just tucked up inside the pelvis and attached to his pubic cone. Okay? So let's fucking break down Blink-182. Let's send it, all right? Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Wait one minute because you're about to give a lot of guys a lot of confidence that I don't think. Where did you get this from? I can't tell you. It might be from healthywoman.com. But it might not be. That can't be true. It's from, you know what, dude? It's true. No. The rest of it's tucked inside the pelvis. It is attached to the pubic bone. That doesn't make sense. What the fuck? What do you mean? Bro, there's an extra three or four inches. Why are you questioning it? Because that doesn't make sense. What you're saying to me right now I'm telling you, your dick is humongous, bro. Your penis is massive. No, it's not. <laughs> so you're telling me it's like the size of this water bottle? Yes, dude. Well, maybe not reality. as big, like thick-wise. Well, yeah, no, that would be incredible. I'd but... be jealous. So what they see is just this part. They just see the cap. Like, the If little... we're talking about you, they just see the cap, and then the rest of the bottle is inside of you. What? Like, so, it, so this is like what they see here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and yep. then you're telling me the rest of it's like that? Yeah, dude. No. No. <laughs> I don't. All right, let's no. break down Blake then. I don't believe you. That's Ed- fucked up. Enema of the state. Let's go. Yeah, enema of the state. What a fucking doozy of an album this yes, is. Yes, sir. Yes, fucking sir. Um, this is this, so fun. Yeah, this, uh, boy, oh, boy. This one is Blink Stookie, 100%. Um, it uh, put Blink on the map. It definitely did. It and definitely did. they found their sound, they found their drummer, they found everything with this record. Mm-hmm. Uh, they blew the fuck up, and they were all over the radio. All over Constantly. The radio. Uh, this is when I got into Blink... This album is what got me into Blink. I was like, this album front to back is... We talked about Dookie being a perfect album. Well, this album is right there with it. Mm-hmm. Another 10 out of 10 oh, perfect yeah. album. Front to back. Doesn't... Like, there's no skips on this album. No, sir. No skips. Um, A lot of... uh, I mean, it was good for like... I guess the time it came out, it, like, matched up pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, if, for our age, like, we were just getting into, like, junior high, high school. Oh, it was perfect, like, dude. Like, so, an album all about girls and breakups was, like, perfect. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, dude. So, that's why Blink kind of resonated with a lot of people, I think. I think you're right. They were like, oh... I dated this chick for an hour and a half and she left me. I'm really sad. So I'm going to put on some blink. And this was it. And probably, arguably, their biggest hit is on this record. Wouldn't you say? I'd say arguably, yeah. One of. 
All the small things, I'd say that's probably their biggest. I think What's My Age Again is bigger. Do you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's between those two for sure. It's definitely like Basket Case and When I Come Around. Oh, yeah, definitely. As for like which ones, I mean, it's they both were so big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sure you have a lot more on this than I do because I really didn't do a whole lot of research. I figured this. Well, yeah, is... I feel like you really don't need to. You know, like I feel like we no. would break it down as like perfect, but I know what you're saying though. Like, I f- yeah, I mean, this album is just so huge. Yeah, <laughs> it I really mean, doesn't. Go ahead. Nothing. Go ahead. No, I was just saying this album's so huge. It really doesn't like need need much. Kind of like Dookie really didn't need a whole lot either. But I mean, just mm, boy, this like I was listening to it all week, and it just took me back to like being a kid again. Very nostalgic. Yeah, definitely nostalgic. That's probably like the best way to put it for us. Like, yeah, like, super nostalgic, dude. Just brought I really, back so many memories. Yeah, like I really don't relate to it as much anymore as I used to. Obviously, I mean, I don't know, not in high school anymore and shit. Yeah. And like, I think it's more so, of a uh, an album you listen to and you just reminisce at this point. Yeah, you're just there's like, a few oh, songs on was... there. You're like, okay, I can still like dig it. Yeah, but I feel like it's one of those songs you just put on. You're like, fucking rights, bud. It's not. That, yeah, I don't mean that I don't like it anymore because I still love it. Yeah, but I mean as far as like. Like if I'm in a mood, will I will this be like a go-to record? No, like, no. no. This is like I'm going on vacation or I'm driving and I haven't listened to it in a while. Or yeah, you're driving with the boys somewhere or something, and you're like, oh, Fuck you're like yeah. at a let's put the party like, song on. <laughs> yeah, you're like at a party or something, and you throw on Enema. Like, yeah, it's one of those. Fucking, it definitely is. All so, right. all right, so I'm let's gonna go. give a little brief summary of this album. All right, everybody. Okay, everybody. So, Animal of the State is Blink-182's third studio album. It was released on June 1st of 1999 through MCA Records. It's the first relief with the one and only, the genius, the motherfucking best, Travis Barker, who clearly replaced Scott Rayner. Um, they began to stray away from their punk roots, so it doesn't have that garagey stuff. It's more of the pop stuff to it. Uh, the yes. band collaborated with, you know who, the reputable punk rock producer, Jerry Finn, who no other than produced what was it batchy this man produced dookie Whew. so you know you got some fire when you're working with fucking jerry finn yes um, this guy played a pivotal role in creating the album's uh contagiously mel- melodic pop punk sound and bringing the genre to its mainstream peak anima is widely regarded as iconic as it has had great influence on countless bands in similar genres such as you name it, Yellow Card, All Time Low, Fall Out Boy, Real Friends, State Champs, Man Overboard. Uh, the album sold over 15 million copies worldwide and still continues to make several top album lists, including Rock Sounds 51, Most Essential Pop Punk Albums of All Time, and a number one spot in Kerrang! Uh, 50, Kerrang's 51 Greatest Pop Punk Albums Ever. Uh, the album cover, which remains one of the most recognizable to date, uh, featuring porn star Janine Lynn Mulder in a nurse costume. She's seen prepping her gloved hand to deliver an enema. And if you don't know what that is, Google it. Um, and it's just one of the most iconic albums Blink-22 ever, ever, if not the most iconic album Blink-22 ever dropped. And that's basically like a quick um, 
synopsis of Anima of the Motherfucking State. Yeah, I'd say it's between this and Toy Padge. I feel like Toy Padge, I feel like this, okay, I'm thinking out loud. I feel like Toy Padge is, it's like twin brother, right? But I feel like Anima of the State was like, oh my God, this is insane. This is new. This is amazing. What is the sound? We love it. And then I feel like Toy Padge was like, just like an upgrade. I feel like, I feel like Anima was like the mainstream, like everybody likes Anima. And then the diehards are like the yeah. ones that are like, mm, Toy Patch might be better. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like diehards definitely dug into Toy Patch a lot more too. Yeah, like I feel like Toy Patch was sandwiched in between Anima and Self Title, which were two like huge. And like all of like anyone who's anyone like listens to those two records. And then you have Toy Patch, and everyone's like, oh yeah, Toy Patch is cool. But like the diehards are like, no, nah, Toy Patch is legit. Oh, dude. Toy Patch is <laughs> shit. <laughs> Gotta yeah, listen to Roller Coaster. <laughs> dude, um, Toy Patch fucking rolls. Which is the next one, which is going to be sick. Yeah. But also, I want to talk about something real quick, which is like, or a few things real quick too. Um, dude, how influential was that art cover um, with the porn star? Because... That was like an iconic Halloween costume that still goes around now to these days. Like that's that's just yeah. the art cover itself. Her in the nurse costume literally changed mm-hmm. into a Halloween costume for people. And I think that's that's crazy in itself. Yeah, it is. It's wild. It's so crazy. I personally didn't see anybody growing up wearing that, but no, I know I've seen either, it all over social media. Like now I've seen it a lot more. Yeah. And like I don't know. So this album really, you know, pushed pop punk into mainstream, mainstream, um, mm-hmm. with more of its pop than its punk, which brought it into the mainstream. Um, and also Jerry Finn, uh, which is pretty cool. I found out. So he edited this with analog, not digital, which is like really unheard of doing, which gave it a very like unique sound. Mm-hmm. And I just think overall as like a artistic standpoint of this, like we all, like we've been talking about, this was their formula. This was when they got Travis and you thought when Scott left, like, holy shit, Blink's done. How are they going to recover? Blah, blah, blah. But they <laughs> didn't, they, they, they did, I don't know what, but Travis Barker and the, their chemistry is just insane. I think on this album, Tom DeLonge's voice is at its peak. Uh, yes. Mark Hobbs is at its peak and Travis's drumming. I don't think it was at its peak. It just continuously got better, but their formula was just so well-written. I think Tom DeLonge's guitar, with his voice was this extremely is, good. Like when we talk about nine, I know we've talked about it before, but like yeah. when we talk about it's missing the Tom thing. Yeah. This is the Tom thing. Yeah. Like this album is the, you know, when um, it's like dysentery Gary. Like that's what nine's missing. And California. 100%. 100%. That's that technical shit, I feel like. That's the Tom thing. You know, it's like... It's like any band. If you take away, like, one of its main things, it's it's not going to sound the same or be the same. No, definitely not. And then you have... You know, the, sorry, go ahead. It'd be like, you know, if you took Parker Cannon out of the story so far or, oh. like, Billy Joe out of Green Day. Yeah. Like, it's not just a guitar player. It's, like, a singer. Yeah. 
as well as a guitar player. So it's like you're going to lose a little bit of it. But uh, this album is where like it was like, oh, that's a Blink song. Like you just knew it. Mm-hmm. Right off the It's like they got kind of their like iconic sound. Yeah, they had that signature they, sound. Yeah, that they were kind of look like you could hear like little bits and pieces of it and like see it starting to form in the previous records and stuff. But like this is where they were like, okay, this is what we're going to do now. <laughs> yeah. This is what we're going to do. So it's uh, it's a great album. Uh, we should also talk about our boy, the singer on this record, is officially cancer free. Oh my God, that's right. So a little round of applause Woo! for Mark. Hell yeah. That's tremendous stuff. Isn't that fucking awesome? Fucking love it. Love it. So that's cool. Um, that was really good to see. Because for a little while there, he did not look good at all. No. It was pretty rough to watch. Yes. It was very sad. Um, but yeah, I mean, this record was all over the place. And like me growing up. Um, high school, junior high. Like I remember, high school dances. They would always play all the small things and what's my age again, dude. Right, all the time, all the time, dude. And uh, you couldn't turn yeah, the radio just, on without hearing that either. No, yeah, it's just fucking. <laughs> it's crazy. It, like it, it was all over the place for like years, forever. Still is. You know, it's still yeah, on the radio. Like, you know, this is what I mean. Like, this is the most comparable album to Dookie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd say in the pop punk world. And I know a lot of people got upset, myself included, when they called it the most influential pop punk record of all time. Because I was like, well, what about Dookie? And my buddy, who is a little more on the hardcore side of things, like isn't as much into the pop punk. He's more like into like knocked loose and slap shot and those type of like the hardcore punk or like the hardcore scene. He was like, Well man, he's like Green Day forever has always been like we're not a pop punk band. They hate that. I was like, Yeah, you're right, that's true. He was like they consider themselves a punk band or a punk rock band, they're not a pop punk band. Mm-hmm. Because Billy's come out numerous times and said that he hates the term pop punk. Yep. And I think that was a big difference with them and Blink, where Blink was like, look, we really don't give a fuck as long as it makes us money. Call us fucking country music. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But I think Green Day was so stuck in like that, we're a punk band. Like, that. I think it's like where they came up and how they came up. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I just think I think Blink took Green Day's formula and said, I'm going to make this mainstream. I think they're like, Basically. we're going to make this a radio hits, hits on hits. And this, make the, this yeah, hit like reach everybody. We're going to go. We want to go on MTV. We want to yeah, do goofy music exactly. videos. And like Green Day was kind of like, you know, eh, we're really not. <laughs> we're not into that. But it's just Absolutely. cool to see. Like they definitely, like they did. They took like Green Day's formula and they were like, well, we can make this a little more poppy and it'll probably be all over the radio. And they were 100% correct. But I, uh, this record is just amazing. It holds a very special place in my heart. <laughs> and like, you know, 
it's funny. Like my buddy was telling me one day, he was like, I think uh, you're the only person who likes both Green Day and Blink. <laughs> he's like, like actually appreciates both and loves both. And uh, he's like, you definitely like Green Day more. He's like, but it seems like most people that like, you know, if you're like you, like you're a diehard Blink fan. Oh, yeah. And you like know the hits of Green Day and that's it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I think you're like the only person who's like a diehard Green Day fan, but also like a semi-diehard Blink <laughs> fan. Like, yeah, you know, the deep cuts of both. Yeah, absolutely. And there's not, like, I feel like there's such, like, a divide bet- like, between the two of them. And it's, like, without the two of them, we wouldn't have half of the bands that are out there today. Oh, no way, dude. Like, you can't really say, like, you could make arguments that Green Day is more influential than Blink or Blink's more influential than Green Day. But, like, they're both, I think, like, I think it's, like, 50-50, if we're being honest. Like, you know... Because Blink took stuff from Green Day, and I'm sure Green Day took stuff from Blink, and then like yeah, all these like other bands and stuff, yeah, yeah, like I'm sure like they toured together, so I'm sure like Green Day was like you know, oh that kind of works cool, let's try that out, and, yeah. like you know, um, I'm sure Blink like took some stuff like live from Green Day, like some performance stuff from them. I mean, Mark Hoppus has come out and said that Green Day inspired Blink, so. It's just cool. It's just like I I just love them both, and this record was like such like a whoa what the fuck is this? You know, there's not many records like that mm-hmm. that you're just like holy shit what the fuck is that? But this Enema of the State was definitely that, hundred and ten percent. Hell yeah, dude! Was this the first Blink record you heard? Blink record, yes, yes. Like, I remember, like this was like, yeah, because like, yeah, obviously, yeah. we the were fir- nine, yeah. So, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the I remember specifically, um, being in my friend's driveway, Seth McDonald, and oh my god, look, <laughs> I can't do that, bro. <laughs> I was really gonna edit that out. <laughs> I was in my friend Seth McDonald's, uh, Devin McDonald's, and all them. I was in their driveway, and we were skateboarding and rollerblading and biking and stuff, and that's what we used to do. And uh, we had the radio outside, and all the small things came on. We all started freaking out, and then that was it. That was game over, and that's all it took. That was literally the first time I remember hearing it, and then that album was mine, and it was just game over. Yeah, that's how it was with Dookie. And and same with this record. Like I remember I was like – I was like doing probably the same thing and like <clears throat> all of a sudden we all just like kind of stopped what we were doing and we were like what is that? It's that opening riff. Yeah, we were like what the fuck is this? And like we were just sitting there like in awe. We were like holy fuck like what the fuck? Like we need some more of that. Like that's cool. And then before you knew it it was just everywhere. Like everywhere. And a lot of like a lot of kids just went out and like ate that can ate that album up like fucking candy. Like mm-hmm. it was just it's just incredible. It really is. And it had been a while since like I feel like Pop Punk needed that because they had Dookie. And then it was like five years is such a long time in music. Yeah. Like if you think about it, because like Green Day had put out I think four albums 
Yeah. They had put out Insomniac, Nimrod, and I think Warning had come out right when this came out, like around the same time. But it's like, so they put out three records and they didn't have the impact that this had. And Pop Punk, I feel like, needed that, like, you know what I mean? Because I feel like the Green Day hype had, like, died off. Oh, and then all time, of a sudden, dude. all of a sudden, Blink's like five years later comes out with this, and it's like, okay, we're back. They introduced something to the world that was new, dude. They literally yeah. were like, hey, check out this type of genre shit that we're, we're kind of like Green Day, but we're not. We're our own thing. Yeah, dude. They created their own shit, man. This album mm-hmm. was fucking incre- like incredible for that, and like, it, it was crazy. Man. Like- this this album really spoke to middle class teenagers. Let's say that because this shit's about college breakups, fucking family yes. fights like this shit was fucking perfect for any teenager any young adult any kid even like 10 years old dude it spoke to yeah. all the kids and no matter what you know you were going through you could relate in one way like this is like it's not too childish where they're like oh my girlfriend this my girlfriend that but it's not too adult where you know it's like everything's super serious like you got everything from adam song which is about suicide to you know dick joke songs you know and wendy clear and all that stuff like yeah it's awesome oh yeah it definitely is and like this was definitely one of my favorite albums when i was a kid and then you know like i've said before i just kind of like got older and and like green day spoke to me more than blink did yeah because i was an angry angry young lad and blink wasn't angry so it needed I mean, Tori says it to this day still. Like when I listen to Knock Loose, she's like, why are you such an angry person? Like on the inside, like why do you need so much anger? <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know. I just do like it everything. I, yeah. Like everything I listened to was like screaming or just like this, not like, you know, youth fountain captains, the story so far, yeah. knuckle puck, real friends, green day. Like it's all this knocked loose. It's all this like angry, shit that's just angry at something and then like i was listening to blink and she was like oh we're not angry anymore hmm. i was like no just no i don't listen, listen to blink, blink when i'm angry or no. when i want to feel angry yeah it's just like um like now like we said like now it's become such like a, like if it comes on when it's on shuffle and stuff it's like i leave it on not because it makes me feel anything but just but like nostalgia Oh yeah. It's just like such a good like takes me back to like when I was a kid and like all the like all the small things, dump weed, like I just remember like listening to that all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those few records that I think I know like every word verbatim. Oh yeah. Like I can me sit too. there with I don't need lyrics in front of me. I'm so good with this. Yeah, like you know, it's just it was my childhood, you know, it was this and this and Green Day were it. Yeah. And they they were like the first ones to like embrace the the pop punk. Do you know what I mean? Like they were a punk band. But then they were like, No, 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 we'll be pop punk. It's cool. We'll be cool. Yeah. And it made it cool and like it paved the way for like the yellow cards, like you said, all those bands, yellow card, newfound glory. All those bands that were like, "Hey, pop punk is cool," like it's not, it's not a bad thing yeah, to have dude. the pop in front of it. And I just remember all those music videos too that they did. 
dude <laughs> dude they have the most iconic music videos no doubt they definitely do no like, doubt their music most videos iconic are music videos. unbelievable like <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> the best uh, which i'm sure we'll talk about when we get to those specific songs with them oh dude yeah oh man all right you want to start cool. getting into it yeah, hell yeah. I mean, no, you were saying something. Sorry. No, no, no. We'll talk about it when we get to the specific song. Because <laughs> I had a thought, and I'll I'll keep it. Ooh, I want to hear it. You All can. Right. Oh, okay. All right. So let's get into it. Let's get into yes. this breakdown here. So we're going to get into Blink-182's Emerald State Breakdown. So the first song on this album is Dump Weed. This fucking song on what an opener! Fucking, yeah, dude, what an opener, dude. They opened with this opener. song once when I saw them. Un fucking real. Was that the one we were at together, but not together? Yes, correct. This song is so good, man. This is their um, yeah. first track of End of the State. It's a classic song about staying in a relationship because you're too afraid of what will happen if you're on your own without this person. Um, Tom actually talked about this on the Pursuit of Tone on how he became up with the song and the riffs for it. He literally just put together a bunch of different riffs. He didn't like have it programmed and start building off it. He's like, oh, I have this riff. Then I'll play this riff. Like I had these put together. Um, he also <gasps> said sense. that. Yeah, it does, right? Because it's so, it's so different. It like transitions yeah. from that fast like opening to like something else. And uh, Tom also said that um, the song's all about wishing you had a girl you could train. I remember mm-hmm. writing this song thinking about my dog. You can train the dog to sit, be quiet, to be a good dog, but you can't teach a girl to do anything. So I thought that it'd be cool to write a song about it. Um, <laughs> it's pretty fucked up, but it's also, that's Blink-22. And uh, I mean, it opens up with, it's understood. I said it many ways. Too scared to run. I'm too scared to stay. I said I'd leave. I could never leave her. Leave her. If I did, if I did you know I never, you know, cheat, I never her. cheat her. <laughs> and it just keeps going. And then the chorus. Oh my god, the chorus She's is a like nightmare. I'm classic Tom. To stay there on the go. It's way too late to stay. I need a girl that I can't train. <laughs> Just like classic Tom, dude. Just the way he like this was when he found like his like his accent and like his his just yeah. like this is She's a dub. She's a fucking nightmare. Unpredictable is my mistake to stay there. Stay there. Like stay here. Stay there. <laughs> need a girl um, that i can train yeah it need was like why does this guy sing like that <laughs> who is this fucking guy yeah what the fuck's with his voice what the hell is wrong with this guy why is it why is he singing like he's got two cotton balls in his nose what the fuck's <laughs> up with this dude what the fuck's up with this dude you know what else i learned like i while like re-listening to this for the thousandth time it really like ob- like obviously this goes with the statement of them finding like their right formula but like mm-hmm. it's really cool to hear the songs because when mark sings it's like it's not like a crazy amount of overlaying or tom singing right after him it's like they really let each other do their do own thing. thing on this yes. album which made a huge difference because it felt like obviously in like neighborhoods how much they fought together you can tell in like the earlier stuff they didn't even know how to really be a band um like fly swatter and buddha like they were figuring it out and it's just so cool to see mark and tom and the differences between songs on this album because you can really tell that they were like you got this you take care of it and i thought that was really cool 
yeah, that is like they kind of like learned each other's roles. You know what I mean? Like you talk yeah. about it with like a hockey team where like you gotta know like a fourth line is a fourth liner and a third liner like is a grinder and does like you know, they they're not like how do I explain this without like so like a fourth and third line is like a grinder. They dump dump and chase, they like create energy for the first yes. two lines. The first yeah. two lines are much more like finesse and like are out there to score goals and all that stuff like defense isn't really a priority for those two lines and then the third and fourth line is more like you know your your bread and butter line lines basically and i feel like they kind of learn like you know they talk about it taking a few years for some guys who like lit it up in juniors to all of a sudden come in and be like (laughs) What do you mean I'm on the third line? What do you mean I'm on the penalty kill? Like, fuck you. I'm on the power. Like, it takes a few years to get that, to find your role. And I feel like once they got Travis in there, they all kind of, like, found, like, their little roles that they each played in the band. And it was cool. It's It it definitely shows, like, in the record because I feel like it's a much better, like, product because Mm -hmm. of that. If that makes any sense. No, that made sense to me. And I'm sure a couple other people that like, I mean, it made sense to me. So I'm sure a lot of people get it because I'm pretty dumb. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what was also cool about this album, which I feel like I'm going to be saying that a lot. You know what else is cool about this album? Um, That they had the segue in every song, the smooth transition from one song to another. Mm -hmm. Every song on this album. Like, it's funny. Once the song's about to end on this Enema of the State track, I can right away, I can tell you what the next What's song coming is. next. I, yes. I could start singing it or I could start playing like out loud, like guitar riff. Like it's so mm-hmm. cool. I love albums like that. I feel like that it doesn't happen anymore. It's pretty rare, but the whole segue thing is so fucking cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, did you have anything else? No, I love that song. It's just, it's a great, I, they chose such a great opener. The way they put these songs yeah. together is so fucking fantastic. It really is. Um, yeah, it's just so fucking... It's so great. I love it. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of transitions, we're going to transition into the next the next one, <laughs> which was a Mark Hoppus song. Oh, my God. Um, this one is Don't Leave Me. Oh, dude, I know. Following a similar theme of breakups and romance throughout the album, this song highlights Mark's despair at his breakup with a girlfriend. In the band's live album, the Mark, Tom, and Travis show, um, Mark jokes that this song is about his genital herpes. Dude, that Mark, Tom, and Travis show is probably on the top five ever live albums ever for me. It's probably my number one just because I love it so much. Yeah. God, it's so good. I have never listened to that. Album. Are you fucking? Oh my god! You gotta go mm. home and listen to it. You are home, but you gotta yeah. listen to it, dude. It's so fucking funny because it's literally just like a comedy skit, and they mm-hmm. bring Satan from um like South Park. Yeah, it's so fucking good, dude. It's probably the funniest fuck. Like every time I sing some of these songs, um, 
they sing it live and add like you know and tom has no dick and like when i'm actually listening to the state i'll start yeah. saying the things at the end of the song i'll be you'll hear it at the end of these things i'll be talking about it yeah <laughs> like at the end of this song, I will. when they go marco's don't leave me all alone just drop me off at home and i'll be fine and then you hear you will be fine you fucking asshole and i'll be fine <laughs> that's, dude, that's what he says in the live show. It's so fucking good, dude. That's awesome. I'm definitely. I, I can't believe I've never listened to it. But like, again, all I did was listen to Green Day's live records. I was just bullet in the Bible. Awesome as fuck. Like everything. I was just Green Day. But I'm de- I've seen it. Like, you know what's fucked is like I've seen this vinyl at Newberry Comics so many times. <laughs> the Mark, Tom, and Travis show. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, look at that's cool. And I just put it back down. Dude, it's like, I'll so pick good. it up and be like, oh, I should buy this. And then I'm like, mm, no. And I put it down. <laughs> or like I've seen like I've seen like toy pads and stuff. And I've like picked it up and been like, hmm, another day. <laughs> so I put it down <laughs> and like. I did it with Anima for like three times and then I finally like saw the last one sitting there and I was like, this is my sign to buy. It. This is meant to be. So I bought, I obviously bought Anima. That's awesome. But um, yeah. And then I have Buddha. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. That was a cool find. And I obviously purchased it. Also, <laughs> speaking of new records I bought, I bought some crazy new variants of the story so far. I don't know if you saw those. I that did. like new, the Newberry comics put out. I saw that, yeah. Holy shit, yeah, dude. They crazy. look sick. It's yeah, pretty fucking crazy. They look so good. And I didn't tell Tori about it. And then they showed up. And she's like, what'd you buy? <laughs> she's like, what'd you do? What record did you buy? And I was like, oh, um, just some records. And like, I'm trying to like, just like open them quick and shove them in the, the little <laughs> spot that they go. Yeah. And uh, she's like, are those stores so far records? Again? <laughs> And I was like, no. I was like, no. She's like, I see proper dose right there. I know what that is. And I was like, no. (laughs) She's like, you bought those Newberry Comics things, didn't you? And I was like, no, I didn't. (laughs) She's like, you have like five of those. You don't need any more. I'm like, you don't understand. I do. You don't understand. I'm a slave for aesthetics. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Anyway, anyhow, dump dump weed. Don't leave me. Um, Just about. Mark getting dumped, it seems. Um, I think the chorus is really, like, when you, like, this is one you'd go to if you got broken up with, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, don't leave me all alone. Just drop me off at home. I'll be fine. It's not the first, just like the last time, but a little worse. She said that I'm not the one that she thinks about. And she said, it's not being fun. I just bring her down. I said, don't let your future be destroyed by my past. She said, don't let my door hit your ass. She could give two fucks. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, it's uh, it's a good song. I really enjoyed it. Like, it brought me back to being a kid again. And, like, you know, when you get broken up with and you're like, oh, she, I was, you know, I was so in love with her. We dated for two weeks. 
Right. And you, you put on Don't Leave Me <laughs> and you're like, yeah, my office gets it. And then, and then they, how he's like, one more time with feeling. One more time with feeling. One more time yeah. with feeling. One more time with feeling. <laughs> like, I, I did that. I just want to try one more time. One more time. The blowjobs yeah, one, are so good, please. <laughs> <laughs> one more chance. I'll try this time. I'll give you yours. I won't take mine. I'll listen up. Pretend to care. Go on ahead. I'll meet you there. Like, oh man, just like it's really like simple and just really, it's really good though. I really enjoyed it. Me too, man. Me too. Really listening to this album just brought me back to being like a kid, right? And like, you, like I said, you get broken up with, and you think the world's ending. So you, like, this was just such like the perfect album for that. Did you have anything on this one? Nah, man, that's great. No, yeah. No. <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, on to the next one, I suppose, Let's which is the which going. is the most Tom DeLonge song ever. This song doesn't speak Tom DeLonge. I don't know what does. Aliens exist, motherfuckers. Holy they shit. Do. This is when before we get what? into this. Okay, yeah. Aliens real? Yes. Yes. 100%. Ghosts real? Don't I th- you I I believe in souls, not ghosts. No, see. Mm, I would much I, mm, I believe in ghosts before <laughs> I believe in aliens. Honest to God, I think that they're ghosts. Elaborate. Bef- I've seen shit. You saw a ghost? Yep. How can you see a ghost? What do you mean? How do you see a ghost? You've never seen white? one. No. It like it looked like. Like a person. It looks like a person? I got a story to tell. Okay. Strap story in. Story time. Strap so in. so I'm doing my dad's a plaster. Um and I was helping him out one day at a funeral home. Well, there's your first mistake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Didn't want to go in the first place, but I was like thirteen and he was like too fucking bad. And I was like, Oh, oh no, this isn't gonna be good. So um like we were only doing a few parts of it. Like we weren't redoing the whole thing. So like the bathrooms were still like available at the place. So we were like finishing the basement basically. Awesome. Loved it down there. Not. Um, so we're doing that. And I was like, Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go pee. So I go to go upstairs and like, I'm walking to go to the bathroom and a guy came out of the bathroom and walked by me. I was like, okay. And then, so I go in and I go pee. And when I open the door, there's a guy standing there waiting at the door. Cause it was like, you know, funeral homes is like one of the, it's like a single person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're always singles. <clears throat> so dude, shit, you not the doorknob like jiggled. And I was like, someone's in here. And I heard, okay, sorry. I'll wait. Open the door walk out i say excuse me the guy nods his head at me goes in the bathroom shuts the door there was electricians there so i thought it was one of them so i walked downstairs and one of the guys goes oh good you're back i gotta go pee i go yeah there's someone in there and he looks at me and he goes who and i was like i don't know one of your guys he's like it's just me you 
and your dad. And I look over, my dad's standing in the corner, and that guy's talking to me. He's like, it's just us three here. There's no one else here. I was like, no. I was like, I, no. <laughs> I was like, someone walked by me when I was going to the bathroom, and then someone was waiting. And my dad's just staring at me, and he's like, waiting for it to hit, like to click. And I was like, and then it did. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I just like put my, just put my tools down and I was like, I'll be in the truck. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like that Jesus was it. Christ, dude, dude. I swear, yeah, ghosts are legit. They are real. That's a real thing. I don't know, man. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I had a conversation with one. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. What are you fucking <laughs> doing? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what did you do? Have tea and crumpets? No, I told him I was in the bathroom, and he said he'll wait. Oh, you mean that story? My bad. Thought <laughs> you had polite. another one. He's very no, polite. He's, well, see, he's, he's a nice ghost. Yeah, he's very polite. But dude, that freaked me the fuck no, out. No, that would freak me out too. No bullshit. That would freak well, me out too. Dude, I was, I was like, this isn't, this isn't good. But maybe you were just day. tired. No. Maybe you're no. just really tired. No, dude. I'm telling you, sure? you because that wasn't the only time that that had happened. Not to me, but that wasn't the only time that that had happened there. Okay. That happened several other times. It happened to the plumber. It happened to my dad. It happened to the electrician. Mm. It happened to a bunch of people there. All the same thing. Like, you know, when it happens, you don't think anything of it because you're not, you're like, oh, there's just a guy, like, whatever. Dude, so I, wait a minute. I don't, so he just looked like a normal person. He didn't have any ghost features. Like, you didn't guess, second guess when you looked at him. Like, this guy looks like clear. He looked like a real person, dude. So maybe he was just a homeless guy. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm telling you it wasn't because the guy, I went up there with the guy and the door was. With the was, ghost? No, with, with the, the, other the electrician. Yeah. Yeah, I swear to God, dude. And no. Maybe it was an alien. Huh? Maybe it was an alien. Could have been, but I don't think so. It was a ghost, dude. I'm just playing I'm devil's you. advocate. Advocate. Uh, I'm telling you right now, it was a fucking ghost. Uh, because, because when the guy walked by me when I was going to the bathroom, yeah, I turned around and he was gone, like no trace of the guy. Man. And then, so when the other guy walked, when the one that was like trying to get in there when I was going pee, yeah, you know how when like a ghost, like when they say when like a ghost touches you or something. You get like a cold feeling? Yes. Well, when he did the doorknob, like when I went to open the doorknob, yeah, dude, it was freezing. Hmm. I was like, that's strange, but whatever. And just like kept going and then was like, sorry about that. And like, whatever. And he just kind of nodded his head, went in the bathroom, shut the door. And then when I was like, oh, like I just let your, your buddy go. And he was like, I don't have anyone here with me. I was like, no, you must, because there was someone else up there. That's fucking and creepy, dude. It was. It was fucking creepy, man. It was the creep. Like, my dad has pictures of the place, and, like, you can see, like, little orbs and stuff, like, floating around. and like. Oh, boy. Yeah, it, dude, I'm telling you, it was, like, the strangest thing I've ever encountered in my life. Like, it was so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Very fucking but, strange, dude. Dude, ghosts are real. I'm telling you right now. Ghosts are legit. I bet they're out there. 
he wasn't a mean wasn't a mean ghost wasn't like a demon or anything like that which scares the shit out of me more but like it's weird too like i had a like my dog not not my parents dogs will sometimes like stare in the corner they see shit bro they do they see, see, dogs shit. see shit bro they do dogs got fucking like, stories like they went to nam yeah and like oh dude like it's just they it freaks me the fuck out because when i had my rottweiler he used to like just start growling at stuff mm-hmm and we wouldn't see it, but he could see it. And we were like, oh, what the fuck does he see? Bro, like, facts. Big facts. Big like, facts. Like, so fucking... Oh, dude. So, yeah. I definitely think ghosts are real. They're probably real, dude. You're probably right. You're probably right. I know I'm right. Dude. You want to hear a real quick real story? Too. Yeah, go. Aliens are real. They're fucking real. I've seen them. Fucking magician. No, real quick on the whole death ghost shit. Yeah. Dude, so... Did you know that human beings, when they're burning, smell like chicken? To me. What the fuck is with you with the fucking... <laughs> this, is a, this is a personal fact. This isn't a fact about people. Like, this <laughs> isn't that? a real fact that people know that they studied, like, social science or natural science. Like, this is me, okay? Is this just you bullshitting? Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Yo, so I was working construction making hockey rinks up in Maine. Yeah. And uh, so I, I go out. It was like my second day up there. Wake up at six a.m. or five a.m. We start at six. We're we're walking out. It's like six thirty, seven o'clock. I'm talking to this guy on a bobcat, and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking hungry. I'm like smelling the air. I'm like, damn, dude, that smells really good. It smells like chicken. And then I'm looking over, and I see this blue smoke coming from this building across the street, and I'm like, oh, it must be coming from there. And the guy goes, that's a fucking morgue, bud. He's like, that's where they're burning bodies. And then the rest of the two weeks I was there, every morning I like looked over right when we got there and they were bringing bodies in. And it's like blue smoke. And I was like, oh my God, I really just thought that smelled delicious. Fucked oh, up, dude. Fuck, fucked dude. up, man. Fucked that up. is fucked up. But um, anyways, I won't eat a human yet. So aliens <laughs> exist. <laughs> Yo, this song is dope. This is like the song that outed Tom DeLonge about him having an obsession with aliens. Um, yes. I mean, dude, um, as a hobby, all I ever do is read books and study material on UFOs and government conspiracies. So I wrote a song about a guy talking about aliens as though he's had a weird experience, but nobody believes him. They think he's full of shit, but he's directing his angst towards the government because the government knows there's something going on. But I'm one of those freaks that really believes that stuff exists. So anyways... You know Tom. You don't even. I feel like people who don't even know Blink One Two know Tom DeLonge, and know how obsessed yeah. he is. It's like aliens, Sasquatch, weird shit. Uh, but well, he's anyway, on Joe Rogan. Yeah, dude, he's a fucking weirdo, but I love him. This yeah. song, this song comes out with "Hey Mom, There's Something in the Back Room." Hope it's not the creatures from above. You used to read me stories as if my dreams were boring. Dreams were boring. We, we all know, know conspiracies, conspiracies are dumb. dumb. <laughs> and then what if people knew that, that these, these were real, real. these were real uh, the Leave chorus my closet door open all night 
I know the CIA would say, what you, what you hear is all hearsay. Where someone would tell, <laughs> tell me, me what, what was, was right. right. All right, up all my long. And there's, there's something, something very wrong. wrong. <laughs> it's fucking, this song is so good. Um, it is, it's super catchy. And then, again, going back to the uh, Mark, Tom, and Travis show, when they do this live, at the very end, the last chorus, she goes, been gone since yesterday. I'm not like you guys. Instead of saying 12 majestic lies, he says, Mark says, Tom has sex with guys. Typical thing. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, <laughs> dude. It's this song's fucking great. It is. It's like all these songs are so fucking catchy too. Yeah. Like they're all pretty basic, but they're all like super catchy at the same time. It's awesome. I want to catch you. You can. I'll jump. I have so much energy right now. Good. Me too. Um. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. you got anything else on that, or you want to jump to the next song here? No, just the Tom's a complete fucking freak and a weirdo. Yep. And if you haven't listened to it, go listen to his episode on Joe Rogan. You will literally learn nothing. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> I was in the middle about the burp and you said that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay. He can't tell you anything, basically. No. Yeah, Rogan will be like, "So, how did you find that? Or who told you that? I can't tell you that." Yep, <laughs> the whole like, well, interview. What, yeah, well, what can you tell me? Well, what I can tell you is, if you let me finish my story, like, he's <laughs> just like he's basically yelling at Joe Rogan, yeah, who would snap Tom DeLong in half. Oh yeah, he's like basically, like if you'd stop being so fucking rude, Joe, and let me finish my story. <laughs> And then he finished the story, and Joe Rogan's like, you didn't even answer my question. Nope. And he's like, well, I can't tell you. Yep. I can't tell you that. And he's like, what do you mean you can't tell me that? What can you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. But, oh, just, it was, it's awesome. So you got to go listen to it. Absolutely. <clears throat> All right. Next song. Also go listen to um, his Travis Brocker interview. It's a great one. That's a good one. That's really fucking good. It really uh, gives you a different... What the fuck you got on? Glasses. I didn't know you wore glasses, you freak. They're Blu-ray. Oh. They're Blu-ray? I think that's what they're called. Blue light? Ah, that's it. Blu-ray. They can't... Blu-ray. Like, that's a disc. DVD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so stupid. <laughs> 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 Where are these? Oh my god, oh, this is so stupid. Goodness, dash one. <laughs> Bro, we've gone through three songs, I think. Oh good. This is gonna be a long one. <laughs> Alright. Um This next one is going away to college. Um, Marco Hoppus allegedly wrote this song in about 10 minutes after watching Can't Hardly Wait 
while feeling homesick on Valentine's Day 1999. He began to think about the pain of high school love and parting ways come graduation. Mark is the only Blink-182 member to go to college as he wanted to be an English teacher. However, his college days didn't last long because he found the classes to be tedious and useless. <laughs> Much like me. Um, yeah, this is a cool one. Like, I guess, I mean, I really didn't experience it. Um, a girlfriend going away to college. Yeah, I didn't have that either. No, so I can't really relate to it. Um, but I guess like it kind of makes sense. Like you're just like, you know, I don't want you to go. It's so weird. Like this is like how old this is when he's like, don't forget to think about me and I won't forget you. I'll write you once a week, she said. Like who writes letters anymore? Seriously, dude. That's you know a what good, I'm saying? Uh, good call out there, yeah. Like that's just so crazy. Like. And that's, like, kind of how it went. And it was, like, you know. And then two weeks later, she's, you know, off banging three other dudes. Mm-hmm. And then you're crying in a pillow. Jerking off. Basically. I do like Basically. the line that says the world's an ugly place, but you're so beautiful. Yes, that's, yeah, that's that's a really cool, uh, really cool line. That whole, the chorus is really cool. Uh, I haven't been this scared in a long time, and I'm so unprepared. So here's your Valentine bouquet of clumsy words, a simple melody. This world's an ugly place, but you're so beautiful to me. The Travis. <laughs> Sorry, they did that in the live thing. Um, like I think, and then the third verse when he's like, "I'll think about the time she kissed me after class, and she'd put up with my friends. I acted like an ass." I ditched my lecture to watch the girls play soccer. Is my picture still hanging in her locker? Like, that's just, that's really cool, like, imagery. Like, you can, like, picture all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, very true, dude. It's really good. It's just really good imagery. It's, this is one of the, like, one of my favorite, like, Mark Hoppus songs. Mm. Um, Did you have anything else on this? Um, yeah, I mean, I just, more or less, it's just well-written. Like you said, visualizing yeah. the lyrics is really good. And, like, I just feel like all their songs are so catchy, man. Like, they all are. their well, songs could be such radio hits with the ha-ha-has, na-na-nas, and, like, even, you're so beautiful to me. Like, the way they that's harmonize like, is so incredible. That's pop-punk for you. Like, pop-punk's supposed to be that, you know what I yeah. mean? That's what makes it that, is it's supposed to be catchy and, like, almost simple too in a way you know yeah because it's just supposed to like catch you and be like and you'd be like oh this is really catchy and get stuck in your head and it's really easy to sing yeah oh it's true dude like sing along with not like you know easy to sing like vocally you can do it vocally yeah (laughs) you know what i mean yeah so that was uh that's that's basically blank to me is like like you said, really, like, radio, every song could be a radio hit. Like, they're really catchy. They get stuck in your head. It's, uh, this is what makes it so great, I think, too. Yeah. Because <clears throat> they were, like, the first to do that. Because, like, I know we keep going back to, like, the Green Day comparison, but it's hard not, like, when they're so similar and, like, whatever. Like, you know, I don't think Green Day really... Green Day stuff isn't as poppy. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, I guess, like, maybe Basket Case would be, 
like a catchy one. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not like they're just different, dude. Yeah, like their lyrics and like the way that the songs are structured and stuff isn't like meant to be like <clears throat> super. I guess like catchy. Do you know? Yeah. Like I'm not. I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Like. <clears throat> Like Blink is so like you hear like what's my age again and you just like, you know you're na 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 na. It's just more pop, dude. Yeah, that's what I mean. Blink just got more pop. That's really all it is. And it's like Green Day didn't have like that, that catchiness to it. Well, like the na na's and the la 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 and like all that stuff. Yeah. Which was, I guess what you know why Blink ended up blowing up the way they did. It was super catchy, and they like they found just that that formula. Just fucking, I'm telling you, they fucking nailed it with it. It's awesome. You got to do the granddaddy of them all. What's my age again? I took her out. It was a Friday night. I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making. This song, motherfuckers, dude. This is one of the uh, biggest, if not, if not, is the biggest, I think, song that Blink One Two has ever released. And mm-hmm. "What's My Age Again" has the most iconic music video of them running around the yep. streets of LA naked. Um, I did find out that they're not actually naked. Well, they're kind of naked. Their penises are actually covered but their butts aren't. So they still ran around LA, just not completely naked, which makes fucking sense. Yeah. But as a kid, I thought they were completely naked. Um, and so this is like arguably one of the greatest pop punk anthems. Um, and one of the most popular Blink-182 songs, uh, it was written mm-hmm. by Mark. It was inspired by the fact that he was often pointed out as immature as most of us were. Um, yep. the original title for this song was actually Peter Pan complex. Uh, but the record company said that, uh, they needed to change it because people wouldn't really understand that. Um, And the song follows a character, probably mostly Mark, because he wrote it, who's 23 years old, uh, but he still acts like a child. He pulls up pranks and jokes that annoy people and is left wondering if he is portraying his real age. He finally concludes that he shouldn't really give a fuck about what people say and continue to be childish in his own ways, which honestly, this song just describes Blink-182 and Mm -hmm. all the fans that started following them, like myself. And last and most importantly... This is something that lives on forever is the 23-year-old cake everyone gets on the 23rd birthday that nobody likes you when you're 23 that lives on and will live on for a long, if not ever. Oh, forever. And people who don't even know Blink get this cake or get this saying. And that's about the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes you when you're 23. And it's fucking amazing, dude. This song is just so fucking good. The video makes me laugh so much. Mm. The, the opening, you just get sucked in. I took her out. It was a Friday night. I walk alone. to get the feeling right. We started making now. And she took off a pal. And not It's not how they do it at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes you when you're 23. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's it just a really, really good, good song. What's the you know the premise? What's my age again? What's my age again? Um, mm-hmm. 
what's my age again? She talks about prank phone calls. She says, friend said she shouldn't act the way he's acting. Like, come on. What are you talking about, dude? You can't act like that. No. It's so uh, excited. It's really good. Yeah. It's uh, it's tremendous. Uh, I love the what the hell is ADD. <laughs> what the hell is ADD? <laughs> yeah, it's just so like, it was kind of, you know, it was like basically what uh, 1985 was, but like five years earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the stuff he like talks about and stuff and like, just so what the hell is ADD? Mm. Like I called her mom from a payphone. Like kids today are probably like, what the fuck is a payphone? What do you just pay to use someone else's phone? Like what? Yeah, what what do you mean? <laughs> it's so crazy. Like some of the stuff I was listening to it and I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. There's no more pay phones. You still act like you're in freshman year. What the hell is wrong with me? I love it. I love that song. So good, dude. Is it the time for the next one? Yeah, bro. Hit the good one. The next one. The one for the sons. The one for the moms. Dysentery Gary. Ooh, baby. <laughs> um, so dysentery, for those who don't know. Idiots. Is an infection. That you get that gives you the most explosive, horrific, nasty, bloody diarrhea. Um, this individual named Gary is giving a bunch of girls dysentery <laughs> by hooking up with them. Probably dis- disgusting them during their interactions. Tom also addresses every guy's biggest problem with girls. They always pick the popular douchebag over the nice, polite guys. Tom is better than this low-life Gary guy, but sadly, he'll never win. He comes to terms that sometimes life just screws us over, even calling Gary's mom a whore. Classic Blink-182 humor. Um, yes. So, oh, boy. I love this song so much. Like if you broke up with a girl and you hated the guy she was dating after you, this is your song. (laughs) Besides, you know, yeah, this is your song. Um, Got a lot of heartache. He's a fucking weasel. His issues make make my mind ache. Want to make a deal. Because I love your little emotions. You do with your pigtails. What a nice creation. Worth another night in jail. Like it's like it's so like they finally like with this album. It's like they finally figured out like mix the humor in with like a serious topic. Almost, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah. Like, what a nice creation worth another night in jail. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so good. Um, he's a player, diarrhea giver, tried to grow his hair while friends were listening to Slayer. I would like to find him Friday night hanging out with mom and trying on his father's tights. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
That's great. And I, I love, love the way he says. Oh, you about to say the same thing? I think so. Say the same thing. Like just the way that this, like the pre-chorus, is how it like slows down and it's just the bass and the drums and the way that Tom, I mean, the way that um Travis is playing on the rim, mm. and he's like, it's just that. Oh, it's so good. Um, and then it like. The every the whole band comes in when he life just sucks. Yeah, I dude. lost the someone. one. I'm giving up. up. She, she found, found someone. someone. There's plenty more. Girls, Girls are, are such a drag. Funny little ladies. Dude, fucking rights. Yeah, man. Like this is just such a well put together song. Um, I'm a big, big fan of it. And it's just like, just that they pretty much capture the whole feeling of like being in high school and like having a girl break up with you for someone else in yeah, the chorus in three little lines. Like <laughs> life just sucks. I lost the one I'm giving up. She found someone. There's plenty more girls are such a drag. Just so perfect. The bridge that Mark does. Yeah, the way it's like he's super fast, like he's away. The problems and the pain. The girl she's a guy that makes you want to kick and scream all along. You wish she would stay. Fuck, Fuck the guy that took her right away. away, and he's a player, he's a player diary, diary giver. Yeah, <laughs> you know I, I fucking love that part. Try to go as different to listen to Slayer. Oh man, <laughs> the uh, the outro. Fuck this place. I lost the war. I hate you all. Your mom's a whore. Where's my dog? Because girls are such a drag. <clears throat> like, that's so awesome that, like, he threw in the where's my dog. Right, like, dude? that's the one thing that, like, helps you out when you're in that spot. Who doesn't go to their dog when they're oh, feeling yeah, any dude. sort of, like, what? <clears throat> Dogs get it. Dogs get it. You got anything else to add to this one? No, dude. You killed it. Like, that's perfect. Yeah, this song was great. Perfect one of the breakup fun- song. One of the funnest songs to like sing to because it's a yeah. It's, I'd say it's out of the normal of this album. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it definitely is. It's like fast paced and just like it was different. Yeah, for this record for sure. So, your turn for this. Oh man, oh boy, one. yeah, it's a good is. one. The this iconic song. <clears throat> this is yes. uh, this is Adam's song. This is this was a song uh, about suicide. Mm-hmm. It's a popular song by Blink One Two, describing a young boy's suicide. Uh, it's about a note that a young child would leave for his family to find when he commits suicide. It's a obviously it's a break from their usual lighthearted stuff, um, but at the end is still at the but the. And is still life affirming as he decides not to go through with it. Um, Adam, quote unquote, is used as a metaphor towards Mark's depression he experienced while on tour with Blink 22. And uh, Mark stated that Tom and Travis always had girlfriends waiting back home. So they had something to look forward to at the end of the tour, but I didn't. So it was always like I was lonely on tour. But then I got home and it didn't matter because there was nothing here for me, anyways. And, um, mm-hmm. um, 
it was Adam's song is all is always commonly attributed to the urban myth of Adam Krieger, a fictional character whose suicide letter is falsely portrayed as being the original letter that the band received before writing the song. The fake suicide letter letter that is often posted online via places like Tumblr is fictional and was originally written for a play. Um, the song's title is also a reference to a skit from the cult, the cult classic HBO sketch show, Mr. Show with Bob and David. I didn't know that. Uh, we're in the sketch, a band called Titanica writes a song called Try Again, quote unquote, Adam song, with the intent of encouraging a fan to kill himself so they won't be able to take him on tour after they said fan tried to kill himself after hearing the song Try Suicide. Jesus Christ. Fuck. Wow. Oh, wow, dude. That's that's crazy, man. I mean, that this, is. this song, um, enough about like what like uh, I found out, but... This song was so touching, so so touching. Um, yeah, it is. It's really is, good. Uh, man, it's 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 a good song and it's very low tone. And I'm I'm really, you know what I'm gonna say? I'm really glad Mark sang it. Cause yes, me too. Unbelievable. His like voice. This goes. This goes back to what I was saying about like them finding their role. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. was just like, I feel like this wouldn't have been a good like Tom song. No, definitely not. It would have to have some angels and airwaves sound to it for it to even work. But even yeah. then, it's different. But opens up with, uh, "I never thought I'd be alone. I never, yeah, I never thought I'd die alone. I laughed the loudest who'd have known. I traced the cord back to the wall, and no wonder it Hold was on. never plugged. What? Just that line. I laughed the loudest who'd have known. Oh yeah. Like, is this is exactly what we talk about by check up on your friends. That's. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it right there. That is that one line is it right there. Yeah. I laughed the loudest who'd have known. Hundred percent. Sorry to interrupt. No, you. no, no. That's a really good point, dude. Um No, and then it goes into the chorus, um, which is I never conquered, rarely came sixteen, just held such better days. Days when I still felt alive and we couldn't wait to get outside. The world was wide, too late to try. The tour was over, we'd survive. I couldn't wait till I, got, I home got home to pass, to pass the, time the time in my, in my room, room alone. Oh. And then, Ooh, yo, the, the part that got man. me was... um the second verse because I, I felt this it said i never thought i'd die alone another six months i'll be unknown give all my things to all my friends you'll never step room in my foot again you'll close it off board it up remember touch yeah remember the time that i spilled the cup of apple juice in the hall please tell mom this is not her fault oh god yeah and it goes into that and yeah again with the visioning they did a very good job with making you actually see what was going like through yeah the mind of it and like you could you visualize you know boarding the room up a mom crying because no one goes in there anymore and the sun is gone jam bro like yeah it's crazy yeah and then the ending chorus um tomorrow holds such better days days when i can still feel alive when i can't wait to get outside the world is wide time goes by the tour is over i've survived and i can't wait till i get home to pass the time in my room alone it's a little uplifting at the end, but yeah, still, shh, very. Just, it's very weird because back in the 1990s, dude, and like even the early 2000s, like again, this was not something people really talked about. Um, and admitting suicidal thoughts and stuff like that, mental health, especially from these guys. Like, I can't imagine yeah. 
I know I was only like nine or 10, but imagine being like, like our age now, or even like 18 listening to this song when it first came out and being like, damn, bro, no one talks about this shit. Why was you saying that? Like, yeah, exactly. Kind of crazy, dude. When I listened to it first, I was a young kid and I was like, whoa. I was like, I kind of feel that way sometimes. Like, I can't wait to just go be alone. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was crazy. Such a good song, though. Like, I just love, like, some of the lines, like, in it that just, like, nail the feeling of depression. Mm-hmm. Like, just the, the second verse there, like, we talked about, like, like, those thoughts of, like, another six months I'll be unknown. Give all my things to all my friends. You'll never step foot in my room again. Like, mm-hmm. just so fucking, like, that's what goes through your head when you're in that, like, Oh, another six months, I'll be unknown. Everyone's just going to forget about me anyway. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like, how perfect that is. But that was all. I, you, you killed that one. That was good. Yeah, dude. Well, you got you got a, probably one of the most iconic ones coming up, too, dude. This is what I mean by, like, every song is like, oh, this is iconic, or this is that. <laughs> yeah, this is, in my opinion, this is their biggest song. Yeah. Mostly because this is the first one I heard by them. And like yeah, the music video. The music video is so fucking good. <laughs> uh they're Tell making the fun of the, about it. <laughs> making fun of the Backstreet Boys. And you know what's hilarious is um the music video, you know, when they're on the beach by those rocks. Yeah. I believe it was five seconds of summer. Yeah. Who shot their music video and yep. like happened to be in the same spot. And they were like Oh, look what you've done. <laughs> yeah, they, they made fun of a lot of people. <clears throat> yeah, they did. It was so good. So, so good. 98 Degrees, In Sync, Backstreet Boys, Christina yeah. Aguilera, Britney Spears. Yeah. Th- th- this was like such a punk music video too. Like, right? <laughs> it's so crazy. Like it was, um, <clears throat> you know, like. Like it, it was like making fun of everything that was mainstream while being mainstream at the same time. It so ironic. Yeah, um, it was the cool. Like it was just so funny. Like it was so punk while not being punk at the same time. Dude, Blink One Eight Two just <clears throat> pissed off so many people and parents that made kids love it even more. Yeah, exactly. It was kind of like the Eminem factor. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, parents, a, like a but a kid version of it, right? Like a super kid version. I don't know. Like parent, like my mother hated Eminem. Yeah. Like was like, you're not listening to that. And that was just me. And that just made me be like, oh no, I have to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I? And it was kind of the same thing with like, like it wasn't as bad with Blink. Yeah. But it was kind of like the same thing with like Blink and like even Green Day to a certain extent. Like for a little while, like I wasn't allowed to have parental advisory records. Yeah. Same. You know, like Same. if it had that sticker on it, it was like it wasn't oh, coming shit. home. <laughs> no, so like I would have to do some creative, like creative thinking. I would, what I would do is I would buy two of them. <laughs> I would buy the clean one and I'd buy the dirty one. Yeah, I'd take the clean one, throw it away, keep the case, put the dirty one in the clean case. Damn. So I'd go home and I would. You be were like, smart. Oh. I didn't yeah, even so do that shit, bro. Till she wanted to listen to Green Day. <laughs> I just go on LimeWire. Yeah, well, 
then she wanted to listen to Green Day one day, and I was like, oh, no, it's not working. And she was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I was like, it's not working. <laughs> like, like, I remember it was until, like, American Idiot that, like, I was doing that sort of thing. And then, like, um, I went and bought American Idiot with the parental advisory sticker on it. And she was, like, looking up the lyrics. And she was like, this is so bad. I'm like, you don't even understand. I'm like, stop, <laughs> fuck. I'm like, you, you're so fucking ridiculous. Like. I got so mad. I was like, you're acting like a fucking jackass right now, Ma. <laughs> like, come on, Ma. I was, like, I was like, it's fucking music. Like, it's not like I'm watching porn or something. Like, I'm listening to fucking music. That. Yep. I was like, they hate the government. Like, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. They hate the government. Like, and she's like reading these lyrics. And I get like, if you read the lyrics to like Holiday or something, or like, even if you read them for like Dysentery Gary. Like, you would be like, uh, <laughs> but it's like, so like, if you read the lyrics to like holiday, it's like, so like, you can take that so out of context and like, even American idiot, like, oh yeah, he's like, well, maybe I'm the fag in America. Like you, like, you just I understand what you want to see at that time. Yeah. But like, I understood what he was getting at. Like, it's a sarcastic, like, you know what I mean? I'm not a part of a redneck agenda. Like, dude. Like, it's just, it's so crazy that, like, at, you know, I was, like, 45 at the time, <clears throat> not crying, just, so, my mom was, like, 45 at the time, and I'm, like, 13, 14, and I'm, like, how can I get this, and you can't, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm sure you had those moments with your mother where you're, like, how do you not understand what this guy's saying, and you're mad, like, you think he's saying something else, like, how do you not get this, like, different generations, dude. I know, but like that, she grew up listening to fucking like Aerosmith and Guns N' Roses. Like you'd think, like but they're all on LSD and fucking tripping balls. They don't remember. Uh, they're old. They were on heroin. <laughs> 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 like, do you know what I'm saying though? Like, no, it's I hear literally, what you're saying. It's weird. It's like the same thing. I like, think it's just a protection thing. Like I'm in a mom now, and this is how I should act. I should. They yeah. can't be like me when I was a kid. Yeah, and, like, my dad was like, who gives a fuck? Like, let him be angry. Let him listen to angry music because he listens to, like, metal. Like, you know, Judas Priest, Guns uh, Guns N' Roses, like, Aerosmith, like, all that shit. Yep. And he was like, so what? So it's the way it's a big deal. Like, he's heard it once or twice. She's like, I don't want my son growing up that angry. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Did it anyway. Oh, okay. We'll get back into this now. Um, Blink-182 founder Tom DeLonge wrote this song with bassist slash singer Mike M- Mike oh my god hello Mike we're gonna start over Blink-182 founder Tom DeLonge wrote this song with bassist slash singer Mark Hoppus DeLonge wrote this song about his then girlfriend and eventual wife Jenna Jenkins his anecdotes like like the one about her leaving flowers on the stairs is actually true. In a Rolling Stone profile from the year this song came out, Hoppus said Tom is totally 100% faithful to his girlfriend. He's pretty straightforward. He hangs out with his girlfriend, and he believes in aliens. (laughs) 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 It was the last song the pop-punk trio recorded for their album, Enema of the State. It was one of the three singles from the album that launched them into the mainstream success. That album would remain their most successful album to date. 
Dylan began this song with a guitar riff and wanted to make the song with a lot of na-na-nas, a homage to his punk idols, the Ramones. He told Kerrang. Because yep. because it because it was so simple, it wasn't much it wasn't so much fun to play. But once we put it all together and played it as a band, we all looked at each other and were like, This song's huge. Uh, the video for this song is a parody of the Backstreet Boys video, I Want It That Way. Mark Hoppus met his wife, Sky Everly, an MTV executive on the set of the photo shoot. No Video's way. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. I huh? did not know that. That is really cool. Hell yeah. So, Thanks to all the small things. Yeah, for real. Um, Those are the you small know, I things. Think, I think Tom said it best. Like This song is just really simple. Um, it's like... It's so catchy. So, so fucking catchy. Like, you know, <clears throat> it is like listening to a Ramon song. You know? Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Um, just the the chorus, Say It Ain't So, I Will Not Go, Turn the Lights Off, Carry Me Home. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, Dude, so fucking good. Late night, come, come home. In. Work sucks. sucks. I oh, know. No. That's another um, <clears throat> uh, what's it called? Line that's like in like the Blink Twenty Two Hall of Fame. Work oh sucks. yeah, this chord, this verse. Yeah. She left me roses by the stairs. Surprises, let me know she cares. <laughs> Say it ain't so, I will not go. Turn the lights off, carry me home. Keep your head still, I'll be your thrill. <laughs> the night will go on, a little windmill. Oh my goodness, dude. I Oh my god. I remember being like a little punk kid. <laughs> and like junior high and this song would come on. Like we'd sit there like at the school dances when everyone was like dancing around to like hip hop and stuff and we'd be like Don't like this and then this would come on or like they'd throw on like we would sit there and just bombard the the poor DJ. The poor <laughs> DJ. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I there. used to be able to um tell at suggest songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd always suggest a blink twenty two song. This would mm-hmm. be one of them. We would always go up there and be like, give us some Nirvana, play some fucking, play some Green Day, play some Blink. And then like, we would be like, um, you know, like play, um, play some Zeppelin, play some ACDC. Yep. yep. <laughs> like, oh, dude, so cool. <clears throat> play some Guns N' Roses. And the guy would look at us and be like, you guys 40 or 15? <laughs> You're like, shut up, buddy. Just play the damn song. <clears throat> yeah, this is like, this was our childhood right here. This song, all summed up into one thing. Mm-hmm. This is this was so good. Hundred percent, dude. <clears throat> all right, you got anything to add? No, I feel like the song speaks for itself. Honestly, yeah, it does. It it doesn't really need. Like, we could have just been like, all oh, the small things. See you later. Like, yeah, <laughs> everyone has that. Things. This was so cool. Like, bye. Yep. No, that was good, dude. We can jump to the next one. All right, go ahead. So this is one of my favorite songs on the album. Yeah, this uh, is a really good one. The party song. 
The song is about a really bad party Mark goes to just when he thinks the party can't get any worse. He sees a girl that he likes. However, it soon turns out that the girl isn't all that she seems. Uh, the party song is actually one of Blink-182's fastest songs, which you can tell by the way I'm about to break it down. Uh, it's so fast <laughs> that it was never performed live for years until they managed to pull it off in 2011. Um in a program for one of Blink-22's tours around the time of Enema's release, Tom had a, uh, left a brief annotation for each track for Party Song. Uh, he said the song is about going to one of those drunk parties, being stupid, girls trying to be the center of attention. Um, I don't give a fuck about that. I'm going to take that out. It was stupid. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, I just didn't. It was basically repeating the same shit I just said, but in, like, actual quotes. So I'm going to start to the song. So the intro... You hear Mark whispering, and he says, here you go, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, yeah. My whole life, for well, for most of my whole life, I thought he said human fuckers. I could never hear him fully. I thought he was saying human fuckers. But instead, <laughs> he, say, he says, here you go, motherfuckers. But it's funny because that's some, if he said human fuckers, that's, that's something that you would think Blink would say. Um, I know, yeah, seriously. So it comes in hot. You guys ready? Here we go. So the first verse is, do you want to come to a party? My friends pick me up in a truck at 11. So things at a frat house. My people are cool. Oh my God. I'm struggling. Oh my God. Dude. But he just goes on and on. Uh, <laughs> um, and then the way he like. There's someone there who would catch my attention. I wasn't out searching for love or affection. It's so good. And then in the backyard, someone terrible, ska band, someone in the background was doing a keg stand. This place is so lame. All these girls look the same. All these guys have no game. I wish I would have stayed. Oh my God, man of breath. Um, but at the end, before he gets in the pre-chorus, I like how he fades into this and the music slows down. Trying to intox girls to give them head after the party. Hilarious. Then it goes to the pre-chorus, which is like slower. And then I saw her standing there with green, with green eyes and long eyes blonde, and blonde hair. hair. She, she wasn't, wasn't wearing, wearing underwear. underwear. At, at least I prayed that, that she might be, might the, be one. the one. Maybe, Maybe we'd have, have some fun. fun. Maybe, Maybe we watch, watch the, the sunrise, sun but that, that night I learned some girls try to Again, back to that whole radio la 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 na na nas. I think the pre-chorus is like my favorite part. Dude, it's so good. Because the way it like slows it down and it's like, so when you see her standing there, like it's just so catchy and just so like, again, with like the visuals. It's so, so perfect. Yeah. It's, it's so good, dude. It is so fucking good. I love it so much. And uh I I think I think uh one of my the a little funny story. I don't know why I said I think. One one funny story, I remember dating this girl with green eyes and long blonde hair, and I thought I was the shit. And I thought like I was like Blink 22 be proud of me. Because I was yeah, dating yeah. this girl and I was like, Yeah, that's right. They're proud of me. I'm I got this girl. Long blonde hair, <laughs> green eyes. Yeah, she's probably not yeah. wearing underwear, and she doesn't wear underwear. She didn't. She didn't wear. Wow. Underwear. Okay. Yeah, so basically, I'm Blink 182. <laughs> <laughs> call me. Call me. Anyways, you got anything left on this song? No, it's just like, um, it's just so good. Um, like I just love the way that it, like it's done. It's just so perfect. Yeah. Just the speed of it, and then the way it slows down with the pre-chorus, and then picks right back up again, and then just like the visuals that it like creates, like you can, 
you know, like you see that, like you walk into a party and you're like, who is that? Yeah. Dead ass. You're like, Oh, look at her with green eyes and long blonde <laughs> hair. I bet she ain't wearing underwear. Oh <laughs> yeah, my. dude. That's good. I like how you said that. You're like, you know, George Sakai there. Like, Oh my. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Ooh, my. Ooh. <laughs> um, I gotta go pee real quick. I'll be right back. Oh, again. Here we go. Quick break. Dude, I can smell how sweaty my balls are while I pee. What the fuck? You ever do that? Yeah. Yeah, sir. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not even trying to be funny. Yeah. That literally is a thing. I know. That's just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Do you scratch your nuts and sniff your fingers? I do sometimes. Yeah, just to see what's going on down there. Yeah, just like, hey, uh, what are you guys thinking about? Do you get from under cheese a lot? No, I usually don't go under too deep. You don't, you don't, you don't know what I'm talking about, do you? No, what are you talking about? From under cheese. Is that flub? No, that's when you get like this, the stuff on your like, your balls are sweaty. Like, Palms like, are heavy. Yeah. Easily? Look up from under cheese. From under me, cheese. Famanda. Famanda. Famanda cheese. It's a song. No. Yes, it is. Dude, it's just <sighs> cheese. It's nut cheese. Yeah. Sweat buildup under the foreskin of the penis. Dirty tainted sweat from under the ball sack. Yeah, dude. That's uh that's Yeah, thing. you like like you scratch your nuts and you got like that weird like you know what I'm talking about? You get it? I have some from under cheese. It comes from under my bowels. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is that like All one right. of those tasty imports from France? <sighs> <laughs> Miracle Whip, Satan's for Monday cheese. Why are you? Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> you know, <laughs> lick my Ferrona cheese. I'm not yeah, even saying so, it right. Anyways, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about though? Do you get that? I get, sometimes? I get it. I do. Yeah. Yes, it's it's tremendous. You're tremendous. I want to touch your little fucking tremendous head. Yeah. We have four songs left. Three songs left. Let's fucking go. Let's go, buddy. I got ice cream to get. I'm excited. It's 8.02. You're not getting ice cream anymore. We're getting ice cream, motherfucker. They close at 9. Grrr. Well, we've got some talking to do. This what? next song. What are you... <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Why are you rushing me? I'm not rushing you. Don't do Get that. Hurry up. I got ice cream. Fuck off. I didn't do that. Fuck. I got fucking nothing. Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Mutt is the next one. She smokes a dozen and he doesn't seem to notice the smell. He took the seat off his own bike because the way that it fell. He wants to bone. I know she is ready. Mutt was inspired by Benji Weatherly, a pro surfer Tom once lived with who had a lot of sex. Just like me. Not like me. The song played during Benji's part in the 1998 surf video the show before its placement on Enema of the State Blink would call it the surf song when they played there when they played it live huh. the song also had a notable and fitting role in an iconic scene in the 1999 sex comedy American Pie after the main character Jim sets his webcam up to spy on a female peer as she undresses, he runs as fast as he can to a friend's house to watch the feed 
Blink-182 actually made a cameo in that scene. I don't know if anyone knows that. I do. Yep. They're sitting there around the computer, and they're all like, whoa. I think, yeah, it's Mark, Tom, and Travis all sitting there like, whoa. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, this song is really, like, about um, – I don't really know. Sex. Sex. He probably really is shaving and he tells himself that he is the bomb, a confident so, self uh, prick. So, okay. Hi. When you're going out, like, when you're, like, going out on a date or whatever, like, with a girl or whatever, and you're sitting there and you're, like, shaving, mm-hmm. you know you sit there and look in the mirror and you're like, you're the fucking man, dude. Like, we're definitely getting laid tonight. Uh, I don't. Oh, come on. I swear to God, dude. I swear to God. I'm the type of dude that say, like sits there, and when he's shaving, he's like, I'm nervous as fuck. Yeah. Like, I, I literally I, was the I type get of where dude he's that coming gets scared. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fucking... I sound like an asshole now. No, you so don't. Everyone's cool. different, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember doing it and being like, dude... Uh, is like, she gonna I like guess the way like, it looks. Does it look I guess okay? I, shouldn't, I guess I shouldn't say like a first date, but like a girl that you know is like putting I get, out. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, you know, I when guess, you were young, yeah, like get, yeah, get getting that. laid was like the way that you like were like, I guess like cool. I don't know if yeah. that's the right word, but like you were like, all right, I'm the man. If I like go get laid tonight, yeah, and you're like hanging out with some chick, and you're like, oh, I definitely know that this chick is easy. She's gonna like my smooth fucking. She's gonna like my smooth line. face. <laughs> smooth face. My smooth face on her vagina. It's gonna smell like deliciousness. Oh my god! And testicles <laughs> mixed mixed on some soup. <laughs> but like. No, I just like remember like I remember one of my buddies was getting ready to go out with some chick and uh we were like hanging out at his house. There was like a few of us hanging out there and like he like was shaving in the mirror and like he was giving himself like a pep talk. <laughs> <laughs> he was like you're the fucking man, dude. <laughs> fucking oh boy. Man. Like, like legit, no, I definitely like, didn't do that, dude. I definitely no. didn't do that. No. I was like, oh, I nicked myself. Fuck, my dick is bleeding. I'm I fucked. always. It was oh, the I'm worst. Not, okay, bro. I wasn't talking about my fucking. You don't shave butt. your fucking everything. I, I. Uh, no, I do, but I was talking about my face, like. Oh. <laughs> no, dude. I thought we were talking about completely different things. No, dude. Oh my gosh, this whole time. No, um, like I, well, I didn't shave my face either, so it really doesn't make a difference. When I was younger, I did. Like, I didn't. I didn't like growing up beard when I was younger. I think when I first met you, I didn't have a beard. Uh, no, you didn't. No, I was clean shaven. Yeah, you clean. But shaven like, proper. like you said, every time, like I would do that, I would always like nick myself and be like, "Son of a bitch!" Yes. Now we're bleeding all over. Like, I did it before one of my buddy's weddings. Oh no! On my neck, like right where the white collar is. And oh, I was nice like, job, oh, bud. Fuck me! 
this isn't good. Uh, but I just, it's just so funny. Like the way that it's like making fun of like the way my buddy was acting. Mm-hmm. Like he's not that old. I've been told a strong sexual goal. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, they go out every day. She goes every way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's open waiting for more. And I know he's only looking to score. And it's way too unhealthy. Often they've typically been starved for attention before. <clears throat> really good. Absolutely. I did, I, I like the, uh, she smokes a dozen. And he doesn't seem to notice the smell. He took the seat <laughs> off his own bite because of the way that it felt. Oh, my God. So fucking funny. Love that song. I know. It's a good one. Not like my, my, not like my favorite off this record. No, definitely not. One. And now my computer won't go back to where I need it to. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was an interesting sound you made. Am I hitting the next one? You are. Oh, this is my favorite fast food place, Wendy Clear. Really? You like Wendy's more than McDonald's? Hold Fuck on. McDonald's. We're talking about Trash. That. Trash. Whoa. Stop that. Trash. Throw that Big Mac in the fucking seagulls. Garbage. No way, Deciding can eat it. No. I don't give no fucks. SpongeBob no. and Patrick can make it into the Krabby Patty. <laughs> I love McDonald's. I work I there. Want- I hate it. I don't want to know what you know. I know Please a don't lot tell of me things. Anything. Are you don't, sure? I don't want That's my first yeah, job. I'm positive. I don't want to know because I love it. I was 15. No, no, no. I'm hanging up. It was the- I'm hanging up. <laughs> All right, Wendy, clear. No, stop. Song. No, what? You don't want to hear it. I no. That's I don't why. Hear that. That, That's no. why. No. Why do you know? You must like Wendy's for some reason. Because I think what they're if, bomb. It tastes good. Well. Okay, that's Wendy's is like number two to me. That's good. I think Burger King is complete trash. garbage. Like trash. garbage. It shouldn't even exist. You go to a Burger I, King drive-thru, there's one motherfucker in there. And it's just I some think, fucking drunk guy, probably. I think what does it for me with the Wendy's McDonald's argument is um, the fries. The fries at Wendy's are top-notch. No, fries at McDonald's are 10 times top. better. We're going to make a survey on, on We're going to make Instagram. a poll, yeah. Yep. Um, but anyway, <laughs> like, dude, I don't know. Like, the chicken nuggets at Wendy's are fucking tremendous. Okay, no. The chicken nuggets at McDonald's are tremendous. I didn't say they were better than McDonald's. I, said I didn't say that Wendy's was worse. I'm just saying. Okay, okay. So I think, all right. So clearly. Both, like, putting words in our own mouths, okay? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Wendy clear. So yeah, but McDonald's chicken nuggets are—they're—they're they're fire. I, I used to, to get try. Wendy's. I mean McDonald's chicken nuggets before I boxed. You boxed? I want to get yeah. into boxing. Boxing's cool, dude. It's, it's a good a lot of hype right now. Yeah. I know that's the only reason why I don't want to like. I want to do it for like a workout. I don't want to do it to like get into fights and stuff. Hey, you didn't want to fight me? Call me Jake Paul. I'll beat your ways. I don't know what I just oh, did there. Oh, dude, speaking I of Jake Paul. I don't even want to get into him. He should not, not ever speak about Jorge Masvidal in such a way ever again. He going to get clapped outside the ring on the streets, bro. Yeah. Unless they're plotting it together and they're going to make some money, then that works too. Yeah, but, uh, those things work. dude, I would be so disappointed. I know. 
like in Masvidal, I'd be like, you fuck no. I don't know. Anyway. Wendy Clear. I wish it didn't have to be so bad. So we'll see with another guy. Wendy Clear is a song Mark wrote about this girl he had a crush on. He liked her, but he really couldn't date her because she was a very influential person in the music industry. So them dating was a very tricky situation. He said, I wish it didn't have to be so bad is how the song goes. <laughs> I love that. Um, this song is awesome, dude. I love this song. Let's take the boat out on the bay. Forget your job for just one day. I wish, wish it didn't, didn't have, have to be, be so, so bad. bad. Um, dude. But I'd like to play with fire to break the ice. And I play with a nuclear device. Is it something I'll regret? But I want that I can't get. I wish it didn't have to be so bad. So even though they didn't have like the na-na-nas in here, the way he sings it is like a na-na-na. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> very catchy. Very good song. I love it. Very great song. I love the... the uh, like an analogy he makes, I'd play with fire to break the ice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And I'd play with a nuclear device. Yep. I thought it was cool. Yes, sir. This song's really fun. It is. Yeah, like you. You're really fun. Fucking talk shit, bud. Come on. What? <laughs> Next song. Last song. Let's go. Is it the last song? Well, there's some hidden tracks, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. This one's <clears throat> one of my favorites off this record. Love this song. Just the way that Tom sings it is so fucking good. Agreed. Like wicked raspy. Mm -hmm. And just like old school Tom voice. Like home, show, mom, won't no. Run out the back door. He's passed out on the floor. Third time. Been caught twice. <laughs> Forgive our neighbor, Bob. I think he humped the dog. And then it like speeds up a little yeah. bit. And uh, like, you know, but good things come to those who wait because she laid me. And mom and dad possess the key and dance slavery. Oh, so good. Like, who was the teenager weren't like, you know, that's basically all you cared about was getting laid and not getting grounded? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll pack my bags. I swear I won't run. Wish my friends are 21. Yeah. And then I love the second verse. That's when it like really speeds up. And he, Why lies, bloodshot, <laughs> breath of alcohol, stolen from the mall. House, <laughs> Chris marked with, with lipstick. lipstick. Bad call their fathers, sleeping with your daughters. <laughs> oh, so fucking good. Like, it was like, again, like, they found a way to, like, do their, like, goofy blink stuff. Mm -hmm. While almost, like, disguising it as, like, a not goofy song. That ass. That makes sense, yeah. You know what I mean? It does. 
I really love this song a lot. Yeah, I like the I time bomb. Oh my I god, time yes. bomb. So good, dude. Oh, this I so, time oh bomb. This was like <laughs> This is probably Sorry. like my top three favorite songs on this record. Yeah. I just love this song. It's I think really I song. hear my dad yelling at the band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So good. So, oh, no. Who's that? Demon. <laughs> Anyways, could proceed. I'm, I'm done with this. If you're done with this. Get out of my face. You're done with what? The song. Oh, yeah. I'm done with the song. Um. <laughs> All right, last thing about Blink-182. They also have a hidden track that didn't make the album, which was the most iconic, dirtiest song ever in the history of dirtiest songs, Family Motherfucking Reunion. God, I love this fucking song. That's not popping up here. No, What's it's not. popping up for me is life so boring. Oh, that's just an instrumental. Yeah. Yeah, I like, mean, that's what? on there, but it's not like a... Oh, well, I'll let you talk about this because I have no idea what you're talking about. You never heard of Family Reunion? I probably have. You have. Ready? I'm about to do it, and you're about to be like, you motherfucker. I know. All right, Family Reunion. Here we go. <gasps> Shit, piss, fuck, <Yep>. cunt, cocksucker, <laughs> motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, and twat... Okay, I didn't know that's what it was called. Cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, and twat. I fucked your mom. Dude, that's just like 36 seconds of that consistently. And they end with the, I fucked your mom. At least on the live version, I think, of Toy, uh, not Toy Pedja. Take a, what is it? The Mark Thomas Travis Show. Um, Dude, fucking, I have the shirt, bro. I have the shirt. It's his family reunion and on the back has all the fucking... All the swears. Ship, yeah, it has all the swears. I love this song. I played it for my mom on Christmas. <laughs> extremely well. <laughs> um, but ladies and gentlemen, that was Animal of the Motherfucking State. That was the shit right By there. By your boys baby. on the Empty Space fucking podcast. Come at yeah. me. Come at Show me your nipple. Bitch. Don't actually, don't actually do that. You want to see my nipple? I want to see. Show me your nipple. Hey, hang on. Let me show you more. Hey, I like it. When I'm in uh, Disney with you, we better touch nipples. No, I don't like you. No, I don't like my nipples touched. (laughs) No, no, Um, no. I don't like my nipples touched. It's weird. Fine. Freaks me out. All right. I don't know. I'm good with it. All right. How do you want to end this? Because I got to get going. We can touch butts. Okay. Oh, moon landing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's Um, all we got, dude. I mean, we always say the same shit. I mean, we're amazing. You know, big things are happening. Watch out. Get prepared. Yeah, we're, yeah. Thanks for sharing and liking. Oh. Yeah, like, October? Yeah. Is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Oh, that's a cool one. So keep fighting that fucking big fight. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck keep, yeah. Keep fucking killing it. We'll always be there for you. Hell yes. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. I was going to say something. and then... It's been a lie then. 
<laughs> no, it was something cool, and then I ruined it. Oh yeah! If oh, go you ahead. people could perhaps start sharing our episodes more oh. on the socials, that'd be nice. That'd be fucking cool. That'd be fucking sick. But we're definitely gonna put up that uh, Wendy's McDonald's. Um, oh, that's going up. Thing, yeah, that's going up. Yeah. No, um, you know what we should do? Huh? We should do this. The first slide is like. Wendy's McDonald's battle and then be like the first picture is Wendy's fries, McDonald's fries. The next one, McDonald's burger, cheeseburger, Wendy's Mc thing. And then at also the end, do a few of them. And then the end is final McDonald's or Wendy's. Yeah. That'd be fucking sick. All right, I'll do it. Well, let's go. I got ice cream to get and asses to slap. Yeah, you got yelled at. I did. I did get yelled at. You got a pee pee whack. I did. She did that mm. earlier. She's like, why can't I slap it like you slap it? Because I'll just stand there and I'll start slapping it back and forth. And then she'll go to do it. And I'll I know. Like, I'll like nudge, right? You're going to hear yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll like flinch. She's like, why do you flinch? You get to do it. And I'm like, well, because I know how much power my hand has and you go extra hard. What are we slapping? My dick. Thanks for listening why? to Empty Stays Podcast. Why are you slapping your dick? I, I don't know. It's just dangling and there's something to do. And when I'm naked, I like to just smack it. You don't tell me you don't do that. You don't play with your panai? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I play with my panai, but I don't fucking beat it like it owes me money. I don't either. It's not like I'm fucking slapping it. Like you just said, you well, slap it. I'm not. It's not a hard. I didn't say how, like it was a 10 out of 10 slap. We're looking I at like a four and a quarter. Not. Four and a quarter is still pretty significant. Remember, our dicks are longer than we think, gentlemen. Yeah, you're, yeah. <laughs> you look so confused. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's something we need to end is, uh, is dick size shaming. Yeah. Like that needs to end. They're all beautiful. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Work with what you got. Yeah. Batch. You know. I, well, I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> this is the size of my penis. That is a monster can for anybody who can't. Oh, no, it's not. It. it is a little lighter. Yeah, it's a ju. It's a vape juice uh, container thing. That's the size of my PP. Wonderful. Maybe two inches. I like it. Yes. I'll so. Toys are your friend, gentlemen. And by that, he means his fist. Oh, goodbye. Goodbye. I'm done with you. Here. Something <laughs> else tonight. Goodbye, buddy. Um, I'm going to stop the recording. Yeah. Okay.